been called witty, and he's been called funny. He's been called silly, and he's been called goofy. He's been called insane and weird. He's been called other names as well, but we won't mention them well here. He's even been called a genius once, just once. But you can just call him the host of the life and times of Big Jim. Without further ado, here he is, Big... Oh, on that genius thing, you can decide for yourselves. We really have no comment. Here he is, folks, your host, Big Jim. Came up Sunday morning, first day of the week, and I found that I had changed down at Jefftown Creek from the great band Head East from their album Flat as a Pancake from 1975, the classic song. Jeff Town Creek. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of The Life and Times of Big Jim. We're going to get into some really fun stuff today. I like to call this podcast The Ultimate Married Man Goes to Hooters. Now, before we get into that, let me remind you that we are on every available podcast site that you want to do, so you can find us by searching for The Life and Times of Big Jim, or you can find our other podcast, The Savannah Local Tourist, on any of your local podcast hosting sites. We also have an email, bigjimenterprisespod at gmail.com, bigjimenterprisespod.com at gmail.com if you'd like to send us a message, a little hate mail, a little fun mail, a little love you to death mail. That's the fun stuff. We love getting that here at the podcast. So today we are going to jump into the year that I returned to CC's Pizza. You see, I had managed CC's Pizza for quite some time, and then I left to pursue other avenues of employment. And about six months later, I returned to CC's Pizza. Well, now, when I first began, there was a training session you had to do. You see, CC's Pizza, the franchises, were they, were they were pretty well governed by the corporate office. You had a corporate franchise district manager that came down to make sure that you were adhering to all the CC's pizza policies and procedures and using the proper product and making sure that people would be treating the way the CC's pizza culture wanted them to be treated. Well, we had one of those. We also had a training thing for brand new managers that I had gone through when I first started at CC's pizza, but my gap of six months made me required to go back for training once again when I came back to CC's pizza as the training process or process or whatever you want to call it had changed and you actually had to go 
to Dallas, Texas for 30 days and train in the stores in Dallas, Texas, the corporate stores, which was the home base of CC's Pizza. You had to go train in the corporate stores in Dallas, Texas for a month. But they put you up in this nice little luxury suite. <laughs> it was nice. It wasn't a motel room. It wasn't like two beds and a TV and a dresser and a small little bathroom where your roommate left dirty underwear in the sink. It was a nice, nice little sweet place to stay. But you were there for a month and you had to work in these restaurants and go to training classes and do all this stuff. And so it was, it was, you know, it was kind of a nice little getaway, but it was sort of a long ways from home. Well, I went there when I went back to my second run of training that's when I found out that I had gone to Dallas with the ultimate married man. I'll call him Ed. Ed and I went to Dallas for 30 days, staying in our little luxury suite, going to different stores, training, doing our training stuff. We got very little time off while we were there. You didn't have a lot of time off, but every once in a while they gave you a day off. And weekends, you didn't get off. But I think you got one weekend off in the 30 days you were in Dallas. And this just happened to be our weekend off. Both of us off at the same time. Coming up, let's say it's a week away. I'm, I'm going to go back to a week before our weekend off where we're getting ready to have a time there in Dallas and, and, you know, a little weekend getaway. So I start about a week before. And I say, hey, Ed, why don't we go next Saturday down to the local Hooters restaurant and have ourselves some hot wings? And Ed says, oh, I can't go to Hooters. No, I can't go down there. And I said, uh, why not? Well, my wife would never hear of something like that. Your wife wouldn't hear of something like that? Then, then you know, don't, your wife doesn't have to hear. Don't tell her. <laughs> that was bad of me, guys. I'm going to admit. I'm going to say that. But, but I'm like, you, you, you can go to Hooters if you wanted to. Oh, no. What would my wife say if she found out I had gone to Hooters? Are you going to tell your wife you went to Hooters? Well, of course, I've already told my wife I'm going to Hooters. Wasn't she upset? No, no, she wasn't. It, I, 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 you know, we were. I was married at the time, and that, that's okay. I was married, but but you know, my my wife at the time didn't care if I went to Hooters. It was, it was good food. It was, you know, yeah, the, the waitresses are dressed a little bit skimpy, I'll admit. And they're kind of eye candy for us old men who, they're all like the age of my daughter, you know, at this time. Even at this time, they were the age of my daughter. Or I could have been my daughter. Right? So, you know, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, we, 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 could, we can go to Hooters. And, well, I can't go to Hooters. There's no way. So the next day I said, Ed, you, have you rethought that Hooters thing? Oh, no, 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 I couldn't go to Hooters. Mm -mm, nope, can't do it. It's just not, I can't, I know. I can't tell my wife I'm going to Hooters. That just, that just destroy her. The ultimate married man. 
Now, folks, I got nothing against marriage. Don't have anything against it. Tried it a few times myself. Didn't particularly work out for me, so not planning on trying going down that road again in my lifetime. So we're, we're you know, I'm not, I'm not against marriage. I'm, I'm against a relation. I'm not, I'm not against a relationship. I have a great relationship with Leanne. We get along just great. And for all intents and purposes, we're married without those legal documents and papers and rings on our fingers. And I love her. I love her to death. She loves me. We love each other. We get along great. And that's all that matters. So I'm not against marriage. I'm not against relationships. I'm not against, uh, you know, a, a, a relationship that, that lasts forever. But I wasn't ever the ultimate married man. But Ed, he was. So the next day I said, Ed, Ed, you rethought that uh, Hooters trip? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, I couldn't go to Hooters. I just can't make myself tell my wife I'm going to do that. Mm-mm. Nope. Won't do it. We could find someplace else to eat, but not Hooters. I can't go there. Well, this went on all week. These little conversations about Hooters and how we couldn't go to Hooters because he was the ultimate married man. Well, you see, I kept on because I don't give up very easily on things. So I kept on old Ed there, you know, about going to Hooters. And Friday night rolls around, Saturday morning gets up, we get up, I'm off work, I'm excited. Woo, it's time to go out. And I'm not a party person, I'm not going to go out and party like it's 1999. Hey, that's a song. Anyway, I'm not going to go out and party. I just want to get relaxed a little bit and have a good time. So, so Ed comes up and says, well, now I tell you what, I have thought about this. And I think that I'm going to go ahead and go to Hooters with you. And I said, really? Did you tell your wife? No, no I, haven't, I haven't, haven't broke the news to her yet. But we, we'll, I'd just like to go, and, and I think that'd be a good idea. So now I'm pretty thrilled because we're going to go over Hooters. And I, I, I enjoy Hooters. They got ice cold beer. They got some really good hot wings. I love their hot wings. Never had their burgers, never had any of the other stuff, just hot wings. You can get some pretty darn good hot wings at Hooters. Well, back in this day, I don't know. I haven't been back to Hooters in a long, long time. Hooters is kind of one of those things that I go to if I'm out of town. I don't, I grew up in towns that didn't have Hooters. Back in Joplin, we didn't have a Hooters. Springfield, they didn't have a Hooters. They got one while I was there, but. Never went to it. You know, it's like when you're out somewhere with a group of guys working or doing something like me and the ultimate married man in Dallas, Texas. And when I was on the pest control company, you guys have heard stories of that. We would sometimes head on over to the local Hooters when we were in town doing jobs or something like that and, and enjoy a bucket load of hot wings and, and some ice cold beer. So Ed says, we're going to go to Hooters. So off we go. Saturday, late afternoon, early evening, boom, down the road, pull into the Hooters lot. Ed's visibly nervous because he, I don't know that he's ever been in the Hooters before. So he's expecting, you know, um, strippers on poles to come over, you know, with his food, but that's not what Hooters is. Yeah, they're a little scantily clad, but they're not naked. I mean, they're, they're you know, they're, they got clothes on. They're not, 
But you know, they they that's part of their shtick, you know, to have them scantily clad servers, hooters, girls, waitresses, whatever you want to call them, taking care of you. So that's okay. So we go in, and as soon as we walk in the door, you can already tell that Ed's just visibly out of his element. Oh, 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 oh goodness gracious. I, you know. So, but we get seated in our booth. Now, our booth is one of these that's um, built up on a little pedestal. So there's a like a, I don't know, 18-inch step up or something. You step up onto your booth and you slide in your booth. So that means, and there's no other way to put this, folks, that our, our Hooters girl, our, our, our server, our waitress, whatever you want to call her, I think they call them Hooters girls there, stands about breast level to the table. So when you look across at her, you know, and the table's right there, and you know, it's like a shelf. It's like a shelf for, for the, uh, the twins is what I'm trying to say. So, so, you know, now, now that makes it just even a little bit more uncomfortable because, you know, when you look over, that's the first thing you see, you know, is, is these little, you know, uh, hooters. That's what, that's what the name of the place is, is hooters. So Ed's a little nervous anyway. So up comes our, our Hooters girl, very attractive young lady, and, and resembles what Hooters is supposed to be because she does have, well, Hooters, okay? There's no other way to put it. So I order my hot wings. Now Ed decides he's not going to have hot wings. Ed's going to have what they call crawfish. Now, see, I grew up in in the, the country there in southwest Missouri, and crawfish was what we call crawdaddies. And crawdaddies scampered around down in the creek. That's what that's what we call it down there. It's called a creek, but we call it a creek. They 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 darted around there in the shallow water of the creek, and and our our goal was to catch those little boogers and use them for fish bait on the fishing line. So you catch them. They they were like a tiny little lobster-looking critter. And they scampered forward, and backward, and side to side, and they were a challenge to catch. But once you got, they had little pinchers on them. And, you know, they get a hold of your finger, and you could kind of go, ouch, 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 and you shake that little booger to try to get it off there, pluck it off your finger, and then you just run that hook right through its tail and toss it out there, and one of them big old fish would latch onto it and. Circle of life, circle of life is what that was. But Ed was going to have a big old plate of Cajun crawdaddies, otherwise known as crawfish. I was going to have my delicious Hooters hot wings. I wasn't getting the Three Mile Island hot wings because those are those are damn hot. So I, I just got regular old hot wings, you know, the, the, those that didn't make your lips burn completely off your face and you looked like a a skull from your teeth up to where the burning stopped. So I ordered some hot wings. I had ordered some crawdaddies. And we were enjoying our meals. And I had a nice cold beer or two or maybe three. And we were enjoying, well, I, you know, I, I, was, I was doing a little bit of what you call uh, flirtatious banter with our, with our little Hooters girl server there. And, and that was making Ed just a tad on the uncomfortable side. And, and I, I'm going to tell you a lot of people, you know, think these Hooters girls are just, you know, girls that, that trying to make some easy cash, whatever, and, and, you know, wanting to show off their bodies and all this kind of stuff. But 
This Hooters girl was young and she's smart. She was intuitive, I should say. So she caught on real quick that the more I flirted with her in my flirtatious banter, harmless flirtatious banter, that Ed got just a tad more uncomfortable. So she kind of played it up a little bit and enjoyed the flirtatious banter and tended to, as we might say, banter right back at the old man. You know, if you've seen my picture, folks, on the website, you know that there is not a Hooters girl in this world that's going to say, oh, he's the most handsome man on the planet. No, they're not going to do that. So when I say it's harmless flirtatious banter, trust me, it's harmless flirtatious banter. But we kept this up all through dinner, you know. Well, hi, guys, you need anything? Me going, well, not that I can have right now. <laughs> so Ed's getting a little bit uncomfortable. I got to admit, he's a little on the, oh, gosh, I don't know. Because Ed is the ultimate married man. So this goes on through our whole meal. I've wiped out my pile of wings. Ed's got through his crawdaddies. And here she comes back, our little Hooters girl, with our check. Now, you do have to pay for this stuff when you go to the Hooters. So I pay my check. She comes back to tell us, thank you for coming by, Hooters. Thank you for being, you know. And then I start in. This is where it gets good, folks. I look at this little waitress. Hooters girl. Shouldn't call her waitress. Call her Hooters girl. And I said, let me ask you a little something here real quick. You see, my buddy here and I, we're down here for some job training. And we're from all the way up in Missouri. We're about six and a half hours from down here in Dallas, Texas. So I said, what would you suggest that two lonely married men that are down here in Dallas, Texas all by themselves on a Saturday night. Mind you, they are lonely men. What would you suggest that they do on a Saturday night in Dallas, Texas? Now, folks, the ultimate married man is literally sliding down underneath the booth. His whole body is sliding down the booth like he's going to find shelter from this flirtatious banter if he gets underneath the booth and checks the table for used gum. He's literally sliding under the booth. Now, he's not all the way there yet. Well, so our little waitress, who is very intuitive, Hooters girl, shouldn't call her. I don't know what to call her. Waitress, Hooters girl. You guys know who I'm talking about. She knows what's going on. She can see the uncomfortableness in the ultimate married man. And she can see that he is just about to pop a gasket in his forehead. 
that's his forehead. I always make that H silent forehead. So she props her hooters up on that table, shoving them about halfway out of her little hooters top to where they're quite obvious right there for us just to take a big gander at. And she looks me dead in the eye and says, what did you have in mind, big boy? Now, at this point in time, the ultimate married man is about to have a stroke. He has slid down even further in the booth. He is about to fall on the floor and, and throw up underneath the table. He is so uncomfortable that I am, I'm, I, you know, and I'm about, I'm, I'm trying to keep a straight face in this. So I said, she says, well, what did you have in mind, big boy? And I looked her back in the eyes as Ed slid into the booth and said, I think you know exactly what I have in mind, young lady. And Ed's like, I mean, he, he's, he's, bleeding out his anus now. Oh, that's gross. I shouldn't have said that. He is like so freaked out he doesn't even know what to do. He's like, oh, God, I should have never come to Hooters. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I am the ultimate married man. Well, what she says is says, I know what you want, but I want to hear it straight from your mouth. Now, Ed... <laughs> Ed is under the table. You can no longer see Ed. I think he's down there probably getting ready to vomit on the floor. He is so, he just can't take this. It's just like, oh my gosh. He's looking, he, he, he just, he can't even fathom the fact that me, a married man, away from his wife, is trying to hook up with a Hooters waitress. What? Oh, no. No, you can't do that. I can hear him. You can't do that. No, 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 no. I'm going to throw up on the floor. Well, I look at this waitress, and I said, well, I'll tell you what we're thinking, young lady. We were hoping maybe you suggest a place that we could go for a lot of fun. Some place that we might be able to have a good time. Maybe, I don't know, I'm thinking a zoo or a museum. Now, the ultimate married man's head pops up at the edge of the table and goes, A zoo or a museum? And it was it. It was it. Me and the Hooters girl could take it no longer. We both burst out into laughter. And she looks at Ed and she goes, get up back in your seat. She said, are you serious? You think that I'm going to risk my job and risk what I do to be picked up in a Hooters restaurant by a couple of guys that are married from Missouri? Get in your chair. And Ed slides back up into her chair, and she's just bursting out with laughter. She said, you were so uncomfortable. I thought you was going to throw up on the floor down there. 
And Ed's like, oh my. And Ed starts laughing. He goes, you guys are mean. You shouldn't do that. And I said, you shouldn't be the ultimate married man or you wouldn't fall for junk like this. So so he's he's like, then he finally gets it. He begins to laugh a little bit. So she goes, do you really want a zoo or a museum to go to? I said, no, I don't want a zoo or a museum to go to. And she, so she gets this, and she starts talking to us. And get, you know, it turns out that she's a college student. She's studying. I don't even remember what she's studying for. She's, she's just trying to make her way through college. She's all of 18 years old. Ed and I are in our mid-30s at this point in time. And I'm like, you know, like I said, if I'd have started real young, she could have been my daughter. So I was like, you know, uh, harmless banter and a lot of fun and really an uncomfortable situation for the ultimate married man. So I'm telling you folks, let me just give you a little bit of advice here from the old big gym. It's good to be married. It's good to be in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with Leanne. You guys have heard her on here several times. I love her to death and would never do anything to hurt her. And and I, I look back at this and I kind of think, man, maybe I shouldn't have pushed Ed so hard. But, you know, in the long run, I think Ed learned himself a little bit of a lesson. It's okay to love your wife. It's okay to love your relationship. It's okay to be committed to your relationship and make that the most important thing in your life. But it's also okay to loosen up, have a little fun, have a little joke, have a little dinner, enjoy an evening, and you're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything to to be to threaten your relationship. You're not trying to pick up any women. I'm not trying to pick up any women. I'm just out enjoying myself and having a good time. And thank goodness for the Hooters girl that was smart enough to understand that this was going to be a hoot. <laughs> that's a that's a play on wood for her this evening. I tipped her a good amount. She hugged us both, told us goodbye, and told us we had made her night all worthwhile in that one night. It was real uncomfortable when she hugged him because he was the ultimate married man. So I remember that day. I remember old Ed. I was so funny. And I don't know if Ed ever told anybody about that. I don't even know if his name was actually Ed or not, to be honest with you. But I know that I had a great time, had a lot of fun at the Hooters Girl. And that, folks, is the ultimate married man goes to Hooters. Join us next week for a thrilling thing, thrilling podcast called The Invisible Baseball Coach. Happy birthday. That's the name of the podcast. Or we can call it Happy Birthday to the Invisible Baseball Coach. Don't miss that one, folks. I'm taking you back to CC's Pizza one more time. We thank you for listening. God bless you all, and see you next time. <laughs>